0: Welcome to this Leadership and Personal Empowerment Podcast with your host, best-selling author, organizational consultant, and professional speaker, Dr. Joseph Michelli. You've likely heard someone say customer satisfaction is not enough. While that might initially sound counterintuitive, there's considerable research to support the statement. Invariably, you've stayed at a hotel that met all your basic needs, the room was clean, The price was reasonable and the overall experience was fine. In essence, you were satisfied, but that satisfaction left you with no desire to return. Given your experience, a rival hotel might lure you away with a discount offer. Let's shift the example slightly to assume you stop in a local cafe where the food and beverages are satisfying, but the service staff goes out of their way to offer personalized care let's further assume a new cafe opens across the street. Given the service experience you received at the established cafe, you'll likely be hesitant to try the new location. The takeaway is when customers say your experience was fine or they're merely satisfied, you're a coupon away from having them leave. Customer satisfaction is the minimum viable standard for a business. If your business can't consistently satisfy customers, your competitors will and you'll be looking for another way to make a living. Assuming you consistently achieve customer satisfaction, you're positioned to deliver higher levels of customer engagement as measured by, number one, repurchase intent. I encourage my clients to not only ask customers how satisfied they are with products, services and experiences, but also how likely are they to come back and purchase more? Repurchase intent reflects emotional, and financial engagement with a brand, while satisfaction measures a company's ability to meet basic customer expectations. Number two, actual repurchase behavior. It's one thing to intend to repurchase, but does that intention translate into actual future sales? To the greatest degree possible, I work with clients to see if intention to repurchase does turn into repurchases. I also help them activate customers with repurchase intent so that intention converts to repeat sales. Number three, pride in brand relationship. When customers are emotionally engaged with a brand, they feel positive about their choice. They are pleased and even proud to be associated with a particular company. When measuring relationship strength, it's helpful to assess the degree to which customers feel they've made a wise choice by selecting your business. Number four, likelihood to recommend. Many companies assess this dimension using a measure my friend Fred Reichel developed. That metric, the Net Promoter Score, or NPS, explicitly asks customers to rate how likely they are to recommend a business to family or associates using a zero to 10 scale, with zero being not at all and 10 being extremely. NPS is a powerful tool for measuring future purchase behavior, but it doesn't predict whether people will make a referral. Number five, actual recommendations. Since NPS is a proxy for repurchase but not referrals, I suggest measuring actual referrals. You can set KPIs associated with referral-initiated traffic by asking customers how they became aware of your brand. As far back as 2016, research in the Harvard Business Review found that emotionally engaged customers are three times more likely to recommend a product or service, three times more likely to repurchase, less likely to shop around, and much less price sensitive. Given the importance of emotional engagement, I encourage clients to use the Gallup CE11 to measure many of the engagement elements I've discussed previously. While Gallup later streamlined the CE-11 to focus on three elements, the CE-3, the CE-11 offers important insights. Here are the questions from the CE-11 republished from my book, The New Gold Standard. Given that my book was about the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company, the CE-11 questions are framed in the context of the Ritz-Carlton hotel guest engagement. Number one, how satisfied are you with the Ritz-Carlton? Number two, how likely are you to continue to choose Ritz-Carlton? Number three, how likely are you to recommend Ritz-Carlton to a friend or associate? Number four, Ritz-Carlton is a name I can always trust. Number five, Ritz-Carlton always delivers on what they promise. Number six, Ritz-Carlton always treats me fairly. Number seven, if a problem arises, I can always count on Ritz-Carlton to reach a fair and satisfactory resolution. Number eight, I feel proud to be a Ritz-Carlton customer. Number nine, Ritz-Carlton always treats me with respect. Number 10, Ritz-Carlton is a perfect hotel for people like me. And number 11, I can't imagine a world without Ritz-Carlton. I hope you'll consider using some, if not all, of the CE11 questions as part of your customer engagement journey. By doing so and taking action on what you learn, you won't be a coupon away from losing your customers. To receive an infographic with this content, please visit josephmichelli.com/blog. That's J-O-S-E-P-H-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-I.com/blog. We can also talk about effectively measuring and driving emotional engagement with your customers. Simply reach out to me at josephmichelli.com contact. Also, if you haven't already, I hope you'll like this podcast, share it, or subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts.